Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing show, also known as The Twin Show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of May 10, 2021. Today, first off, we are going to begin with some updates from Apple. Apple's, uh, it looks like Apple is trying to build a bigger paid ads business. Um, and by what, what I mean by that, a couple of things happened. Like number one, I'm going to first off start off with this new update where it's a bit old. Like a, it was actually covered a week before last week. And what happened was Apple created a new ad slot you know, now what they're calling it is basically search tab campaigns. And let me explain to you how this works. Previously, you would only see an ad when you go to Apple iOS store, search for an app. Uh, Say, for example, if you search for the word taxi apps or taxi, you'd only see ads when the results were shown. Now Apple is basically giving advertisers a way to see, show ads when, as soon as you open up the uh, app iOS app store right you don't even have to search a term term you just see an ad right there when you open up the app store this kind of kind of goes back and forth where apple talking about you know um not just kicking out facebook but all the other um companies uh, are putting them on notice saying because of that they're gonna be more privacy focused and apple apple is like you know going that big expanding their ad business and to that effect they actually ended up hiring um, a former executives, uh, former person who used to work at Facebook, uh, who was actually instrumental in building out Facebook ads, um, a product manager by the name of Antonio Garcia Martinez. And he was jo- he joined Apple in April. And then this week, again, it turns out there was a lot of uh, uprising against that uh, hire. A lot of people talked about it, the media wrote about it, and then he was eventually fired. Right. Uh, and again, he came out and tweeted actually day before yesterday on Twitter saying, you know, I didn't I was fired. Apple fired me because of something I wrote in my book. Uh, however, Apple knew it. They still, you know, uh, they went through the vetting process. They made me move from Seattle to California. I uprooted all my life and then now I got fired. Anyway, uh, I will let that uh, saga play out. But for all it seems like Apple is uh, interested in building out a bigger ads business because they realize that's where the revenue is while they're talking about privacy and rolling out ATT, the privacy mechanism. Anyways, with that, let's go to the next update, uh, which is from TikTok. Uh, With TikTok, what we have is TikTok has released TikTok coins, new features and refreshed safety center. So with TikTok coins, I just want you to tell tell you this is not like this Bitcoin or Dogecoin that's going out there in the world in the world and making a big slash. It's just TikTok's way of taking your money and allowing you to uh, promote your TikToks. All right, currently hundred coins, uh, TikTok coins are costing ninety nine cents. And you can buy them in varying amounts up to 10,000 coins at a time. And you're going to use these coins to boost your TikTok video. Voila, right? Again, 
this is a classic play from Facebook's early days of Facebook where you would put a Facebook post or a Facebook video and you want the whole world to see you'll boost your post and I think that option still is available on Facebook I just do not know I haven't advertised on Facebook lately um, maybe about for two years now I'll give or take or maybe a year and a half now but anyways coming back uh, to that so that's what it is the new features that uh, tiktok basically uh, released this week were kind of the green screen duet previously you could actually record a video in front of a green screen and then put whatever background whatever things you want to do on your video now duet is a feature that exists in tiktok where two people can talk to each other on a video and like you know do kind of do shows and things like that and tiktok is rolling out like you know there's a green screen feature nothing earth-shattering groundbreaking but it's a feature right there and i feel like you know we should have sh we should share it on our show and here we are sharing the last thing is like you know tiktok has and i actually did a bit of a, my own research was tiktok uh, safety center Ref they refresh the safety safety center uh and you know while i was reading it it's a pretty interesting thing that they have right they're basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to make tiktok a very uh friendly place on internet where you know younger kids uh under the age of 13 and teenagers can go in there and you know be there uh, and not worry about bullying or any other you know bad things that are going to happen well we know we are going to ha it's happening right from cyber bullying to exploitation of children things like that but one thing you know they did yes they have this family pairing features so if you do that you would be able to uh and especially for teenagers you, if you do that you can actually control what your teens see and not see what they can do how they can be discovered and things like that it's like saying you know your children can have access to the liquor cabinet but you can monitor what they can drink and not drink i mean at the end of the day i still think you know it's a uh, bad idea but hey that's just my opinion right especially for teenagers that basically means from the age of 13 to 18 now if you personally ask me i think that's a very early age for someone to get on tiktok be exposed to the world and be exposed to all the hits and all the you know video files i guess you know child abusers and everything because you do not it's an internet you do not know who's out there doing what now I don't want to, you know, rant about it a whole lot of things, but it's there. So if you are a if you are a parent and you have your kids on TikTok, which I know a lot of parents, uh, a lot of kids that are there, even under the age of thirteen, maybe this is something for you to look at it. We will probably, we will not probably, we will put a link to that uh, safety center in our show notes, and you can check it out. Okay. With that, let's move on. Uh, our next update is from Google uh, on SEO. This is Google's John Mueller. Uh, he shared a valuable advice. So what he did actually was he did a Q&A session on Twitter. And uh, one person asked me, asked him, not him, me, him, uh, that, you know, hey, what happens if I put my, uh, you know, header navigation, you know, you know, the header navigation that you see on the top of a website, if I put it down and then use like, cascading style sheet CSAs or code to move it up will Google penalize me for SEO he says absolutely not we don't care what you do with that code right again that kind of sense makes sense because you know Google is in the business of finding content they doesn't care about your aesthetics right they can, I mean to an extent they don't care whether you're using like you know crappy images and everything I mean as long as you know it's their machine algorithms can read and you know they can kind of make meaning out of your content right of course 
and they do the basics like if you're putting red background and you know white text and that's going to make your things they probably will penalize you but anyhow moving on uh, the other thing someone asked was like you know hey we is there a possibility that I will forever be ranking number one on Google? And he's like, absolutely not. You know, you will, this, things change. Algorithm changes from time to time. So don't expect that you know, just because you're on position number one on SEO today, you're going to be position number one for the rest of your life. Things change, algorithm changes, the, the environment changes. So you would have to work on that, right? What this basically means is that just because you are a top, doesn't mean you should stop. You've got to keep con continuing co content. You're going to keep pushing content and you're going to keep working hard. Okay. With that, let's move on to the next update. The next updates are from Google Ads where certain medical uh, treatments are prohibited on Google Ads. And I will break that down for you what they are. Uh, overall, it's basically the policy is cell therapies and gene therapies are not allowed on Google Ad Network. This also includes stem cell therapy, cellular non-stem therapy, non-stem therapy, gene therapy, and any other similar forms of regenerative medicine, uh, patellate-rich plasmas, and all those things. Again, I'm not in the medical profession, so I'm just trying to read back from my notes. And basically, overall, what Google is saying, if you start doing this, uh, you will get a warning issued to you. You will have seven days. If you don't take corrective actions, your account's going to be suspended. All right, again. Folks, I think this is a much better approach than Facebook just coming and banning you and like and kicking you out. Google is giving you a chance to rectify if you not if you unknowingly start doing this, but that's something for you good to know. Okay, next update we have is from YouTube. Uh, actually, we have two mega updates from YouTube. Number one, this one is uh, YouTube updates feature on their community post and add the subscribe only feature. This is in beta, by the way. So the community post, again, if you do not know this in YouTube, if you have, I think, 100 or more subscribers, you can actually create a feed in your YouTube channel where you can post images and updates and things like that. Your community can engage with you. I didn't know that up until a few months ago when my one of my interns uh, actually alerted to me and I was blown away. But, you know, that it exists. So you want to check it out. If you have 100 or more subscribers, you want to check it out and you want to go ahead and take advantage of it. Uh, it allows you to add images and now what YouTube is saying now you could actually also see analytics on your community post. This is amazing. And trust me, knowing Google, I can tell you uh, that this is going to be a very good data point. Unlike Facebook's, again, I'm taking a swipe at Facebook, but I ignored that. Um, but we don't have access to that just because we don't have 100 YouTube uh, people on our channel yet. Maybe this is a, if you're listening to it, maybe you should go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. But the other feature that they have added is that subscriber subscribes only feature in beta is I like that. This is actually YouTube's answer to Facebook groups. Because now we could have a YouTube live or Q&A sessions with our subscribers only. So it's kind of building a community within YouTube and be able to interact and create videos and things like that. Kind of on the on the like and if you ask me in the parallels to Facebook groups in YouTube, I like it and it's allowing you to build bigger groups. It's allowing you to do things that you know was otherwise unheard of because before, you know, I could go on YouTube live and I, I would just like, you know, do YouTube live and everyone's going to be like seeing it and it, I could interact with everyone. Then, then the question is, hey, where is my plus points for being part of your subscribe group, right? But now I could just say, hey, this event is only for subscribers. So if you want to get access to this event, subscribe to my channel. There you go. 
a big uh, difference. Okay, Let, next up, we have still on YouTube is $100 million fund for YouTube short creators. Uh, as well as expanding clips. So what? let me break down 100 million funds for YouTube uh, creators, a shorts creator. Uh, what this is, is that they're going to be paid over one year, course of 2021 to 2022. Uh, anyone is eligible. Uh, they are basically encouraging people to create shorts. It has to be original content. It cannot be like in a rehash. Uh, it, you, you don't have to be in a creator's future partner program to be able to be eligible for this. Uh, but they haven't announced a whole lot of stuff about it. Uh, the only thing is uh, they want you to create shots. Remember, uh, what's this platform's name? TikTok had a $200 million fund, right? Last year. Uh, or, yeah, sometime last year, last July, almost a year, almost a year ago, uh, Snapchat then came out with, you know, uh, another $1 million per day campaign for some time. Uh, last November, so this is YouTube coming out and they're saying, you know what, we want to pay money. Shorts is kind of taking off, uh, so it's going to take off because now with $100 million, a lot of people are going to jump into the fray and just create shorts. Um, so if you're already not creating shorts, you should. Part of our show that I'm talking in right now, that I'm recording right now, is actually published on YouTube as YouTube Shorts. Okay. The other thing is a pretty nifty features of YouTube that didn't exist uh, or I wasn't aware that it existed until I started researching for this week's show was their expanding clips. Expanding clips basically allows you to take portions of your video, of an eligible video up to 60 seconds in length and create a small clip that you could actually share on your social media, on your you know things, post things like that. And the link will back bring you back. And when you click on that link, it will bring you back to the, the original video. I thought this was pretty interesting. And when I saw the, de- I mean, saw the demo or saw, saw the explainer video, I was like blown away by how cool this feature is. So if you have it, if you have a video on YouTube, take a look at it, see how it is. And maybe you might be able to like, you know, share it as a clips. Okay. Next up, what we have is Snapchat's reporting on the rising trend of augmented reality. I will tell you, folks, um, this is kind of an eye-opening uh, report. And, you know, I just like to read kind of this kind of report to kind of understand where the trend is, where the industry is heading and what's happening in the industry. And this was a very big uh, update. Because if, if before reading this update, you know, I, I know we have covered Snapchat, but sometimes I wonder, like, you know, is augmented reality even a thing, right? And then after reading this report, I realized it is a thing. It's a thing that's present today. It's a thing that's going to continue and it's a thing that will actually grow in the future. Let me tell you why. Recently, you know, I had to get my eyeglasses, right? And I wanted to get it from Warabi Parker. If you haven't checked them out, check them out because they're absolutely phenomenal. I didn't, do not get paid to say this. It's just that they were, I was blown away by their experience from everything. Okay, I can deep dive on it on a different another day, but for now, l- listen to me. Uh, if you need glasses, you're in the market, you want to get something cheap for hundred or so dollars, or hundred and forty dollars shipped to your door. Warby Parker is the place to go. But anyway, uh, when I was looking at it, I could actually get on their app. I could actually try on different glasses on my image. I could hold my phone. I could look at the f- thing and I could try it on. That's augmented reality. One way of augmented reality, right? It doesn't have to be virtual or uh, it doesn't have to be a VR headset, but then again, that's virtual reality, but augmented reality. And what Snapchat is saying, you know, it's here, it's going to stay on. And by 2025, as the smartphone adoption increases and all as the smart smartphones get, you know, better and better, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. 
And I think that is true, right? I will link the, I will put the link to the report on the show notes. If you want to check it out, please check it out. But all you need to know right now is it seems like the younger Gen Zs are more into AR right now, which I can understand because they're growing up with this technology. But, you know, maybe um, if you want to kind of consume this data and see what the industry is going in, definitely check it out. Okay. With that, next up we have is Pinterest. Update from Pinterest is Pinterest ads. Pinterest has basically launched an ads guide telling you how to run ads on Pinterest, things like that. At the same time, they also shared a Pinterest engineering shared a report on how they remove scam and clean the scams from Pinterest and how they keep the platform clean. Again, I geeked out on that report it was very interesting how they approach scams and you know where one thing i will tell you is as soon as they find a scam uh, they identify the domain and when they find the domain they go across pinterest and just basically breaks off that link or remove that post or that domain uh, from all the posts across the platform so that nobody else can uh, get hurt right so the way scams or bad things happen on Pinterest is you put up a very nice image. When you click on it, it will link you to a, you know, like I just said, scammy domain or a malware domain or website. And as soon as Pinterest finds it out, they will just break that link and go across Pinterest and remove everything else. I wish every other platform would do that. But anyway, they did not do not. With that, the other thing Pinterest is testing uh, is live stream events. They're going to do a live stream event with 21 creators sometime this month i forgot the date uh, but why i'm sharing is a, actually it's a three-day event uh, but it's actually from this month uh, three-day event i look at my notes right now it's may 24 to may 26th but this is signaling that live streams are coming to pinterest folks that's what it is if you're on pinterest pinterest is going at 475 million uh users per month or per day i believe uh, we have covered Pinterest. Pinterest is amazing. So maybe if you have an e-com product-based company, maybe it's a time to kind of get into the fray, get into the Pinterest ring. Okay. With that, next up, the last update of this week is Facebook's conversions appear for better ROI. Facebook is pushing uh, conversions. Conversions API, I looked at it. I researched it end-to-end. -end, and this is a very interesting thing, right? It's uh, it's a whole new topic of its all. It's a little bit more complicated to, not a little bit, a whole lot of complicated to get it implemented on your website uh, just because you know, it's no longer a pixel, but it does give you better data. And some of the case studies that they have put forward to, uh, put forward and shared and I researched, it's pretty impressive, you know, what you can do with Facebook if you are using Conversions API. And keep in mind, this is actually a way for Facebook to mitigate uh, the Apple's iOS 14.5 uh, privacy mechanism, right? Where not all pixels will get fired, not all conversions will get recorded because if some people would probably uh, stop Facebook from tracking that person, that user. So the way I don't want to, you know, one thing I will tell you is, so this is Facebook's way of uh, addressing the Apple's uh, iOS 14.5 ADT feature, uh, as well as, you know, the feature that the browsers are bringing in, which is basically third-party cookies are going to be shut off. So basically, uh, 
Facebook has rolled out conversions API. We This was actually talked about back in March, but we didn't cover it in our show because it was still in the early stages. We didn't know if it's going to really come out, but now it's coming out. Facebook published about it uh, globally and uh, in their blogs. Uh, they gave out some reference uh, case studies. Uh, overall, it, it's interesting. Uh, all I will tell you is you do need a developer or a coder to actually help you do this just because you have to code in certain things. Uh, there is an integration with WordPress and Shopify and things like that, but nevertheless, it's not something that you know a non-technical user, a non-technical person is going to do it. But once you do it, you are going to get so much better return on your Facebook investments, ad investment, okay? With that, folks, this is the, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host, Ajit Islam, signing off until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.